0: the business station.
1: Now, uh, this other story, Chuang, a news uh, survey has come out this week. It found that Malaysians found uh, Prime Minister Tundok Mahathir Mohamad and Transport Minister Anthony Luke to be Pakatan Harapan's best communicators.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, do, we do know that uh, because we interact with them all the time and uh, we, we do know who's been pretty good and who's been pretty diabolical, but also <laughs> other ministers did relatively relatively well. Uh, Lim guaning was also up there, Gobin Singh, the multimedia minister, uh, mestak Minister Yo Bi Yin, and I think in the last six months Jules we've had Yobin in here we've had Lim Guan we've had Gobin we've had um, we haven't had Tun Ma we haven't had Anthony Lok but we've had the Deputy Prime Minister as well we had the Entrepreneur Development Minister was Sri Rezwan today at No 5 we'll have the HR Minister Kula Segrin so I think listeners have a pretty good you know idea more transparent you know they're coming on well they're more transparent this,
1: yeah, for sure yeah, right? accountable um, and you know what's the definition of a good uh, communicator according to the agency good communicator's do homework before making announcements and commenting on issues, and respond quickly to issues. Respondents also describe good communicators as clear, precise, and consistent. And I find this interesting because, in light of uh, the "My Salam" uh, pushbacks recently, uh, you know, the, the official website has been launched, and uh, ministers found themselves to be in a position to having to explain things uh, after the event. Yeah. Also, that uh, de- deflationary um, thing, right? Uh, that that was. Uh, the minister had to come out to explain that, as well as the tolls, right? Uh, we're, still, we're still talking about that today. Yeah,
2: and not, to disc- not also ignoring the fact that both Tony Po and Ong Kian-Ming came in. I just want to cite Ong Kian-Ming was very, very clear, very, very well-researched, and in terms of policy direction, very, very um, uh, spot-on. But, you know, as, as you say, Jules, some of the things that were announced in recent times, like the toll and the My Salam, it's it's been obfuscated at best.
1: Yeah. um, So to uh, talk more about this, we have Ross Tapsell, He's a lecturer and Southeast Asia specialist at the Australian National University. Tapsell says uh, the party's disagreement is about policies, but that might not be all that bad.
0: I think the problem for Pakatan Harapan isn't only perception. I think at the heart of the problem is that they don't all agree on which policies they should undertake and which ones they should emphasize to the public. Nevertheless, governments, even cabinet ministers in many countries, don't always agree. They do need more of promoting cabinet decisions rather than individuals pushing their own agendas. But conflicting ideas in the public realm are not necessarily a bad thing. I think in the West, media-savvy professionals encourage a PR-driven strategy that seems to permeate Western democracies highlighted by obfuscating language of press releases and brand, bland statements and pre-rehearsed questions. Uh, and I think in response, we've seen the rise of populists who, who tell it like it is, like Donald Trump, who sort of cut through some of that PR-driven, media-savvy, political, Tony Blair-esque form of political communication.
2: We also asked, Tapsal so what Bakatan Harapan can do better?
0: I think it's also important to remember that Pakatan Harapan, uh, after being in opposition for so long and starved of media coverage, means that uh, this is quite a new thing for them to be regularly requested for comments. Uh, by the media and door stopped uh, to ask their opinion. Remember, when they were opposition, they were desperate to try and get their message out to the media and felt that any uh, opportunity to speak to the media was a good thing. In this new government, of course, uh, they're still operating under the same system where if they're door stopped, if they're asked about something, that they're very keen to talk. And at times, uh, there, are, there are times where you, they need to think about how to manage um, the environment where they are regularly requested to give interviews, to give press conferences, to ask the results of meetings and cabinet meetings and so on. Um. So there is some changes, but overall, I'm very pleased to see, um, a very open and public debate around the contestation of policy issues, in under Pakatan Harapan. Um. But I think they need to try and solve these uh, problems together, publicly and professionally.
1: Okay, that was Rob's uh, Tapsel academician and Southeast Asia specialist at the Australian National University talking to us about the communication skills of our opposition, not opposition members, but Pakatan Harapan uh, members who need to shed their opposition mentality. Um, we'll be coming back with more news after this, BFM 89.9.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast.